Greetings and aloha. Welcome to Philosophia with Mina Athena on my ninth podcast on August 9, 2022. Happy Tuesday. I am so happy to uh, recite and share some of my favorite poems and prose from the beautiful and wise uh, Khalil Gibran. Gibran Khalil Gibran, usually referred to English in English as Khalil Gibran, was a Lebanese-American writer, poet, and visual artist, also considered a philosopher, although he didn't like that title. He was born in January 6, 1883, in Bashari, Lebanon, and died in 1931 at the age of 48 in New York City. So most of the poems that I will be sharing with you are from the Prophet, but there are others from his other books. Um, The Prophet is less than 100 pages, and it is a treasure of just beautiful gems of wisdom on the universal laws or just universal truths of love, beauty, children, um, pain, and all of that. So let's begin. And I've read this this particular uh, poem called On Love uh, by Khalil Gibran uh, from his book, The Prophet. I've recited it probably over a hundred times in different channels and it's so beautiful. Okay, so I gotta get ready for his beautiful words so I could do it do them justice when love beckons to you follow him though his ways are hard and steep and when his wings enfold you yield to him though the sword hidden among his pinions may wound you and when he speaks to you believe in him though his voice may shatter your dreams as the north wind lays waste the garden. For even as love crowns you, so shall he crucify you. Even as he is for your growth, so he is for your pruning. Even as he ascends to your height and caresses your tenderest branches that quiver in the sun, so shall he descend to your roots and shake them in their clinging to the earth. Like sheaves of corn, he gathers you onto himself. He threshes you to make you naked. He sifts you free from your husk. He grinds you to whiteness. He kneads you until you are pliant. And then he assigns you to his sacred fire that you may become sacred bread for God's sacred feast. All these things shall love do unto you, 
that you may know the secrets of your heart and in that knowledge become a fragment of life's heart. But if in your fear you would only seek love's peace and love's pleasure, then it is better that you cover your nakedness and pass out of love's threshing floor into the seasonless world where you shall laugh, but not all your laughter, and weep, but not all your tears. Love gives naught but itself and takes naught but from itself. Love possesses not, nor would it be possessed, for love is sufficient unto love. When you love, you should not say, God is in my heart, but rather, I am in the heart of God. And think not you can direct the course of love, for love, if it finds you worthy, directs your course. Love has no other desire but to fulfill itself. But if you love and must needs have desires, let these be your desires. To melt and be like a running brook that sings its melody to the night. To know the pain of too much tenderness. To be wounded by your own understanding of love. And to bleed willingly and joyfully. To wake at dawn with a winged heart and give thanks for another day of loving. To rest at the noon hour and meditate love's ecstasy to return home at eventide with gratitude, and then to sleep with a prayer for the beloved in your heart and a song of praise upon your lips. A tear and a smile. I would not exchange the sorrows of my heart for the joys of the multitude and I would not have the tears that sadness makes to flow from my every part turn into laughter. I would that my life remain a tear and a smile, a tear to purify my heart and give me understanding of life's secrets and hidden things, a smile to draw me nigh to the sons of my kind, to be a symbol of my glorification of the gods a tear to unite me with those of broken heart, a smile to be a sign of my joy in existence. I would rather that I died in yearning and longing than that I live weary and despairing. I want the hunger for love and beauty to be in the depths of my spirit, for I have seen those who are satisfied the most wretched of people. I have heard the sigh of those in yearning and longing, and it is sweeter than the sweetest melody. With evenings coming, the flower folds her petals and sleeps, embracing her longing. At morning's approach, she opens her lips to meet the sun's kiss. The life of a flower is longing and fulfillment, a tear and a smile. The waters of the sea become vapor and rise and come together an area cloud. And the cloud floats above the hills and valleys until it meets the gentle breeze. 
then falls weeping to the fields and joins with brooks and rivers to return to the sea its home. The life of clouds is a parting and a meeting, a tear and a smile. And so does a spirit become separated from the greater spirit to move in the world of matter and pass as a cloud over the mountain of sorrow and the plains of joy to meet the breeze of death and return whence it came to the ocean of love and beauty, to God. Do not love half lovers, do not entertain half friends, do not indulge in the works of the half talented, do not live half a life and do not die half a death. If you choose silence, then be silent. When you speak, do so until you are finished. Do not silence yourself to say something and do not speak to be silent. If you accept, then express it bluntly. Do not mask it. If you refuse, then be clear about it, for an ambiguous refusal is but a weak acceptance. Do not accept half a solution. Do not believe half-truths. Do not dream half a dream. Do not fantasize about half-hopes. Half a drink will not quench your thirst. Half a meal will not satiate your hunger. Half the way will get you nowhere. Half an idea will bear you no results. Your other half is not the one you love. It is you in another time, yet in the same space. It is you when you are not. Half a life is a life you didn't live, a word you have not said, a smile you postponed, a love you have not had, a friendship you did not know. To reach and not arrive, work and not work, attend only to be absent. What makes you a stranger to them closest to you and they strangers to you? The half is a mere moment of inability but you are able, for you are not half a being. You are a whole that exists to live a life, not half a life. On Death, from the Prophet. Then Almitra spoke, saying, We would ask now of death, And he said, you would know the secret of death, but how shall you find it unless you seek it in the heart of life? The owls whose night bound eyes are blind onto the day cannot unveil the mystery of light. If you would indeed behold the spirit of death, open your heart wide and onto the body of life. For life and death are one, even as the river and the sea are one. In the depth of your hopes and desire lies your silent knowledge of the beyond. And like seeds dreaming beneath the snow, your heart dreams of spring. Trust the dreams, for in them is hidden the gate to eternity. Your fear of death 
is but the trembling of the shepherd when he stands before the king whose hand is to be laid upon him in honor. Is a shepherd not joyful beneath his trembling that he shall wear the mark of the king? Yet he is not more mindful of his trembling. For what is it to die but to stand naked in the wind and to melt into the sun? And what is it to cease breathing but to free the breath from its restless tides that it may rise and expand and seek God unencumbered? Only when you drink from the river of silence shall you indeed sing. And when you have reached the mountaintop, then you shall begin to climb. And when the earth shall claim your limbs, then shall you truly dance. On Joy and Sorrow Then a woman said, Speak to us of joy and sorrow. And he answered, Your joy is your sorrow unmasked. And the selfsame well from which your laughter rises was oftentimes filled with your tears. And how else can it be? The deeper that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. Is not the cup that holds your wine the very cup that was burned in the potter's oven? Is it not the lute that suits your spirit, the very wood that was hollowed with knives? When you are joyous, look deep into the heart and you shall find it only that which has given you sorrow that is giving you joy. When you are sorrowful, look again in your heart and you shall see that in truth you are weeping for that which has been your delight. Some of you say, joy is greater than sorrow, and others say, nay, sorrow is the greater. But I say unto you, they are inseparable. Together they come, and one sits, when one sits alone with you at your board, remember, that the other is asleep upon your bed. Verily, you are suspended like scales between your sorrow and your joy. Only when you are empty are you at the standstill and balance. When the treasure keeper lifts you to weigh his gold and his silver, needs must your joy or your sorrow rise or fall. on marriage.
and six, seven hours later, it got fixed, but not everything came back. And all of my passwords, all of the apps I had to download and all of that. So I feel like I've I've had my personal phone, if I could think of it as like a tiny, tiny house with all my personal information. It got burned to the ground. And now I have the pieces and I have to pick it up. So I am mourning the the death of the phone that I've had with all the memory, all the photos, because of some glitch. I lost about 60% of my data. And the commercial break was the on marriage uh, is no longer on on my phone, so I had to look it up. So pardon me. Off to On Marriage by Khalil Gibran. Then Almitra spoke again and said, And what of marriage, Master? And he answered, saying, You were born together, and together you shall be forevermore. You shall be together when the white wings of death scatter your days. I, you shall be together, even in the silent memory of God. But let there be spaces in your togetherness, and let the winds of the heavens dance between you. Love one another, but make not a bond of love. Let it rather be a moving sea between the shores of your souls. Fill each other's cup, but drink not from one cup. Give one another of your bread, but eat not from the same loaf. Sing and dance together and be joyous, but let each one of you be alone. Even as the strings of the lute are alone, though they quiver with the same music. Give your hearts, but not into each other's keeping. For only the hand of life can contain your hearts and stand together yet not too near together. For the pillars of the temple stand apart and the oak tree and the cypress grow not in each other's shadow. So we go from marriage. I think of, um, what was that? First comes marriage, no, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby in a baby carriage. That might be like totally 80s or 90s that I learned that. So now we go to On Children by Khalil Chevron. And a woman who held a babe against her bosom said, speak to us of children. And he said, Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. 
You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you, for life goes not backwards, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent forth. The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite, and he bends you with his might that his arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness, for even as he loves the arrow that flies, so he loves also the bow that is stable. more poems and I must get on a 10 o'clock call okay and a poet said speak to us of beauty where shall you seek beauty and how shall you find her unless she herself be your way and your guide and how shall you speak of her except she be the weaver of your speech the aggrieved and the injured say Beauty is kind and gentle. Like a young mother half shy of her own glory, she walks among us. And the passionate say, Nay, beauty is a thing of might and dread. Like the tempest, she shakes the earth beneath us and the sky above us. The tired and the weary say, Beauty is of soft whisperings. She speaks in our spirit. Her voice yields to our silences like a faint light that quivers in fear of the shadow. But the restless say, we have heard her shouting among the mountains and with her cries came the sound of hooves and the beating of wings and the roaring of lions. At night, the watchmen of the city say, beauty shall rise with the dawn from the east and at noontime, the toilers and the wayfarers say, we have seen her leaning over the earth from the windows of the sunset. In winter, say, the snowbound, she shall come with the spring leaping upon the hills. And in the summer heat, the reapers say, we shall have seen her dancing with the autumn leaves, and we saw a drift of snow in her hair. All these things you have said of beauty, yet in truth you spoke not of her, but of needs unsatisfied, and beauty is not a need, but an ecstasy. It is not a mouth thirsting, nor an empty hand stretched forth, but rather a heart inflamed and a soul enchanted. It is not the image you would see her, nor the song you would hear, but rather an image you see through you, though you close your eyes, and a song you hear, though you shut your ears. It is not the sap within the furrowed bark, nor a wing attached to a claw, but rather a garden forever in bloom, and a flock of angels forever in flight. People of Orphalese, Beauty is life when life unveils, unveils her holy face. But you are life 
and you are the veil. Beauty is eternity gazing at itself in a mirror. But you are eternity and you are the mirror. will end it for there because there are so many other poems of Khalil's I would like to share at a future time and I think that was just a real nice ending so with that I hope you enjoyed the wisdom and the soulful poems of Khalil Gibran Gibran Khalil Gibran I wish you a beautiful morning, afternoon, and evening. Sending you love and light from the beautiful Hudson Valley. Be well, stay healthy, blessings, and namaste. See you tomorrow. Ciao.